Welcome to Banana Split. This is episode 30-something. Uh, lost count. It's been a week or so. We're back, though. Don't worry. We're not going anywhere. Or I'm not. And uh, hopefully Jaden's around for the long term as well. It certainly sounds like it. So that was heartening. Is episode number 35? I checked. Oh, yeah. See? This <laughs> Some is of us had to have a look. Here's the man. Someone does his research. Uh, Someone often posts the episodes on Instagram is what he does. Oh, yeah. What is that? Is that some kind of newfangled social media app? Oh, yeah. You have yeah. to get on board mm. with those things. Yeah, you, you don't have fucking three accounts for some reason. <laughs> Instagram? Yes, you have three different Instagrams. Right. Well, that's because I keep starting it, and then... Fucking link it to your Facebook. Yeah, but I've got like three different Facebooks, so it's difficult. Stop getting banned by <laughs> on posting on Facebook. That's that's the idea. That's you know, step that's, one. Either that, I'll go back to fucking MySpace, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that guy sold it in 2008 for 550 million dollars. Did he sell it like IBM or some shit? Yeah. yeah. And then God knows, that must have been the biggest forehead slap ever for whoever bought it. But yeah, look, the fucking kookaburras are laughing about it as well. It's yeah. ridiculous. But you know, good on him. Like to buy that guy a beer. Not that he needs anyone. All right, before anything. we continue to go off on a tangent, who do we have here today? We have someone special. We have uh, Sam Menzies back with us. Uh, repeat, we've had Sam before once. Uh, I think that was on Solids. No, that was Banana Split. But it was just me and Sam. Now it's the crew. We're all here. And we're going to just rock it. We're going to talk about some of the showbiz news, if I can remember any, because I left my notes in my truck. And uh, whatever else we've been doing. Well, it's been such a long time mm-hmm. since we've done this. Yeah. So hopefully they're not too sick of my voice again. No, no. Before the abuse returns. No one's ever called me special in a nice way. <laughs> I appreciate that quite a bit. Yeah. The good kind of special. The good kind of special. Yeah. I I do have some level of credit to contribute here. I do my own podcast called The Downside with Sam Menzies. Yep. And uh, I do some stand-up comedy in and around Sydney. Uh, people have said this guy wasn't that not funny. Uh, on occasion you have your moments when's, when's your next gig I, I still My haven't name. seen one well, so. we have fringe festivals currently on in Sydney right so I'm performing nearly every night between the fringe festival and the hilarium festival I did three sets last night one for fringe two for hilarium so it's Monday to Saturday basically this is the only night I could get you uh, in essence yeah well I mean I actually I didn't get a gig on Friday night either but next Friday I've got the triple yeah and uh, it's essentially going up and recirculating the same horseshit bits that I'm so sick and tired of at the moment. But yeah. uh, I mean, I'm enjoying the crowds are enjoying it. So, mm. but th- this is what we we train up to deliver the material for. Right. Because I dated a girl once named Rachel. I can't remember her last name. Probably a good thing. I don't know if she still does stand up. But I went to her first one. It was amazing. I went to her second one. I was like, this is the same material. I went to the third one. Oh my God, it's all the same stuff. And then quickly realized that that's how for me comedy works. Oh, so I mean, what's, it's, it's what's, what's the time things. difference in, in these sets is really my only question. Yeah, well, I guess some are longer than others. And then no, I mean like the, uh, how... How frequently? How spaced out was oh, you seeing these? Maybe every week or so. So uh, that made it uh, tough. Yeah, but, um, it's Yeah, so I wondered if comedians themselves get sick of saying the same... Jokes like I've heard. Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, I know that we were talking about Bert Kreischer before, um, and I know he got sick of doing the machine story. Uh, so. But the crowd demands it. Yeah, you just got to do it. You got to feed the baby. Yeah. But I'm, if he can go up and practice his new hour of content and then give the story to close out his show, then more power to him. That's mm. that's what the people want, and he gets to do what he needs to do. Yeah. But he created that monster himself, and it has paid dividends. I don't think you should be upset about it, but I understand him being sick of it. It's like uh, the old band cliche where they don't want to play the same song over and over again, but everyone wants it. 
Yeah, I suppose so. I think there's a couple that refused to do certain songs after a while. I've completely forgotten. There was a couple of stories recently on a Bill Burr podcast. Because he talks about things I don't know anything about. And I know you're not a fan of the podcast. Huge fan um, of Bill Burr. Yeah, but not, not a podcast. fan of the Monday Morning um, Podcast. I'm, and he does a Thursday afternoon one as well. And that's the easy. Thursday afternoon Monday Morning Podcast. Yeah, it's a mouthful, but to listen to it only takes like 20 minutes. Uh-huh. And half of that is the ads, which is get through anyway. So that's not too hard. And I don't know. I like to get his take on the latest happenings in... Like, he has an interesting angle where he doesn't bullshit, he doesn't care about reactions. So now and then you'll get an interesting uh, delivery on whatever's just happened in the news, uh, whether it's Trump or Louis C.K., because he just popped back up. He did, did in New York at Caroline's. Yes. Yeah. That's right, he went up and did a set. He acknowledged his... Uh, did he? Yeah. He... I haven't heard that yet. So no, he acknowledged what he got in trouble for and what he did wrong. He told his material. He had a joke in there about a rape whistle, which allegedly made some people uncomfortable. Two females um, said something later on on social media. Well, they they contribute to the buzzard. The buzzard is the journalist or horseshit internet blogging mob. Not BuzzFeed. I'm pretty sure buzzard. Okay. Um, And uh, the the girls said that it was a male heavy uh, stand up lineup. So it was all all males in the lineup. And the room had some very intimidating-looking men in it. Mm. And when uh, they were there, I know it was it's terrible. a podcast, so I am rolling my eyes. Sorry. Um, but I mean, I think it's a guy that's got to come back, and he's going to have to take a couple of hits, and he's going to get yeah. back to doing his craft. He was one of the only men in that whole big Me Too thing that actually said, "Yeah, look, I did that shit. I fucked up." Yeah, he I'm sorry. He took responsibility. He'd already apologized years before, and it was a bit like the uh, problem with James Gunn, where he dealt with it and moved on, but then it got dug up years mm. later. I don't know. I feel for him in the sense that... Like, not saying what he didn't do was wrong, but compare that to Spacey, Cosby... What do you mean it wasn't wrong? What do you mean? Well, not that it wasn't wrong. Wait, did I phrase that right? He admitted it was wrong because he didn't realise he had power over them, so they didn't feel like they could say no. That was the thing. He was like, oh, I thought I was just another chump. Because even if you listen to his humour, he... I think he's being genuine, and that's what attracts people to him, is that he's being really self-deprecating and talking about being a loser and things like that, and everyone can um, identify with him. Like, you can totally relate. It's all relatable. Like, even his TV show, it's all just, like, really shitty things that happen to you, and you're just having the resilience to keep getting back up again and he, eating shit. He did so- something that was definitively wrong, in uh, the court of social justice. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, no one pressed charges. He didn't pay any fines. He didn't do any but jail there would time. Be, there would be no charges to press because he asked. Yeah, I mean, he didn't commit a crime. The, the, no. the crime was he ended up a powerful man over years of committing to a craft yeah. and progressing in show business. And when he asked to do what he did and he did what he did it turned out that these girls were more compelled to say yes than if any of us stupid fucks uh, (laughs) asked for the same thing Um, so do I think what he did was right? No do I think what he did was illegal? No do I think what he did was wrong? Yes but for a person that acknowledges it accepts it apologises for it withdraws including withdrawing his movie his new special his show stopped uh, the guy pulled back and gave everyone room to breathe respectfully to return to what he does and delivers to the majority of the world that enjoy what he creates. Yeah. 
for someone to try to jump on the bandwagon and kick that fucking dead horse again and say, oh no, I was uncomfortable because there was actually a male in the crowd who might have wanted to rape me after hearing a whistle joke. Yeah. Ah, I think you're a weak spined cunt. Yeah. And uh, good on you, Louis C.K., for getting back up. Yeah, yeah. I, I was always I was a big Louis fan. And when that story broke out, I mean, it was quite upsetting for me, but it's good to see that. Yeah, and I, saw, I had a lot of friends on Facebook going, oh, fuck him, like... He's got a lot of money. Why does he keep doing it? He can just retire now and live in, you know, on his millions. But that's not why they do this. Like Jerry Seinfeld's worth more money than Creasius or any of these. Like he, he could basically buy an island and retire there, getting blowjobs every five minutes. But he still turns up every <laughs> other week at the comedy club in New York and does a set because it's not about the money. What's the deal so, with uh, island blowjobs? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Not material. I can see him. Maybe not. Driving his Porsches, like he's got 100 Porsches or something. He's happy doing his cars and coffee show, which is a lot of fun. But, but he continues to do stand-up because he is a stand-up that likes yeah. the craft and the joy of yeah. the journey. I mean, I have I have no interest in carrying fucking furniture every day to the rest of my... If I had $100 billion, I would never fucking carry a piece of furniture. But you would still maybe do stand-up. But I would absolutely exactly. do stand-up. So that, like people saying, oh, it's like James Gunn as well, they say, oh, he's already made a lot of money. He'll get a sweet, like... Um, cash payout because he hasn't broken his contract Disney just said no you're gone and he hasn't actually done anything wrong by their terms so he's going to still get paid like a hundred million dollars for doing literally nothing but that's not why he's making movies you know? James Gunn was the director of Guardians of the Galaxy oh right and two and he wrote the scripts though the first one he had help there was a female writer that did the first draft and then he came in and uh, they is did it fair to say that the first one smashed the second one I thought the first guy the was really fun. good yeah this well, one is always going to have an easier time because it's introducing the characters and it's going to be more of a shock. Who are the fuck are these people? Why is there a tree? And how is it talking? And all that sort of Didn't thing. Didn't come with expectations, maybe? Yeah. yeah, it was completely fresh and it had a lot more uh, ground break and it just blew everyone's minds. Whereas the second one, it's harder to create a new narrative and story arc. And it's true what they say, I guess. A sequel uh, has a yeah. bigger road ahead. Yeah, and there's not many sequels. Like People can probably count on one hand the number of sequels that are better than the original Return of the Jedi, Godfather 2. Uh, Terminator 2. Yeah, Terminator 2, obvious one. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, well, Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. Yeah, straight 100%. to video. <laughs> Titanic 2. Literally straight to video. There actually is a Titanic 2. <laughs> I know. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go on. It's not James Cameron, but it was just someone... Is it Leo? It's Cameron. animated. It's animated? It's so animated. what happens? It's just... Well, I know that Titanic is not a uh, property that's owned by anyone. It's not like James Cameron or whoever produced it can say, oh, no, you can't do that. It's just out there. It's a ship. So they just used the name and said Titanic 2 and went with it. It's like there's so many uh, properties now that you can use, like the music to, you can, all these books that were written, like in the last year, there's been a whole lot of properties that have opened up to be exploited because they're just, well, Frankenstein, you can use that after, I think it's 100 years. Or 50 years, I can't remember the exact amount of time, but there's no rights on it anymore. Oh, okay. And at the moment, they're scrambling to try and make that longer because there's a whole bunch of properties about to become public domain. Okay, and this is a different one. This is yeah. one that isn't animated, but it is Titanic 2. So is it, the movie's called Titanic 2. She's a l- very luscious-looking human being. It looks very modern. 2010. It's an action oh, it's like drama. Trying to raise it or something. Now, or I'm oh, going to okay. attempt to find the animated one that I remember mm. seeing on IMDb. So this is discussion about modern day trying to bring the ship up, we think? 
Possibly. Is I mean, there was a movie thinking? called Raise the Titanic. That's the one I'm thinking of, but that was made in the 80s and that was based is that, on... Is, is that one produced and written by Ray Charles? It's no, it's based on a, a book Titanic? by Clive Cussler. Oh, R-A-I-S-E? Did I read that wrong? Raise. I'm a professional comedian, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing. We've done one uh, podcast where there was one guy there that was saying the funniest shit and he was not a comedian at all. Uh, he kept winning Quiplash. Oh, uh, when? Uh, yeah. And this guy yeah. is the comedian... And yeah, I don't think any jokes are made. Well, because other it, than because, fuck destiny. Yeah, because the gr- the group that we had it with were yeah. pretty much just if I wrote a meme, they'd all vote for that. Yeah, it's not hard humor at that point. <laughs> so how did you two gentlemen meet? How did you uh, sync up this relationship? Rooster Teeth. He came up to me and said, "Hi, Pat." Yeah, we had going? met uh, several cons before, different events, and yeah. he just forgotten me. And then yeah. I and I ran into, and, and I already knew his name and all that. And I ran into him at RTX, which was what uh, it was an expo last year. This, no, it was earlier this year. Oh, it was yeah. the first okay. con of the year. Yeah, I think it was in like February or March. Okay. And then we just started talking, and I remember he said something on Facebook about wanting to find someone to like closer to do the podcast with, so yeah. it could be a regular thing. Yeah. And just, just essentially, you said I was interested, and then it just sort of started from there. So, do the listeners know that your mom won't let you get a motorcycle? Oh, uh, well, they do now. Okay. Yeah. And your mom's okay with you just hanging out with some strange man all the time? Yeah, yeah. I think that's more dangerous than a motorcycle. Yeah, I honest. hadn't even thought of that. Like, I'd heard rumors that, well, actually, my ex had got in touch with the last host. He said, oh, why don't you hang out with him anymore? He's like, well, he's a bit too old. He used to get friends his own age. And then, ironically, my new host is even younger than him. Ah, that works. The chick I'm seeing right now, I don't know how fucking old she is, man. I don't know. Is it like train spotting where you wake up and their parents are in the next room? No, no, it's the opposite. I think she's 50. Oh. Okay, you look at her and you think she's somewhere from 20 to 50, but her son's 20, so further from 20. You know you've gotten old when your girlfriends or your lover's daughters are like... When their kids are about closer to your age than they are? Yeah, not that you're checking them out, but you're like... Holy shit. That makes more sense. Not that you're not, but... (laughs) Well, you know, you've got to be 18, but you know what I mean, like... Holy shit, they've got adult-sized children, yeah. And that's just... Yeah, so I'm not sure. I mean, she doesn't have social media, so it's all very... You seem super old, but she's uh, gorgeous and a lot of fun, so now I'm... Go for it, man. It's all about age is relative, and it's got to go both ways. You can't just be like, what's that line? Uh, Who says it? It's like, no matter how old I get, they always get... You're talking about Matthew McConaughey from Dazed and Confused. That's the one. That's what I like about high school girls, man. I keep getting older. They stay the same age. Exactly. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I still haven't seen that movie. It's real creepy. It's a great movie, actually. It's still great. Right. Yeah, it it, it stands the test of time. I recommend it. Ben Affleck's in it as well. Yeah. Yeah, he's like some dick character. Early 90s kind of. Heroes. Yeah, it's like a little bit stoner. It's a little bit high school drama. It's a lot of co- a lot of cool comedy. What's the one with Winona Ryder? And she has to she goes for a job at a magazine, and the editor's like, "Define irony," and she's just frozen. And then she goes home, and it's uh, found it. Titanic. The legend goes <laughs> on. Beating that dead horse, aren't you? <laughs> wow. I had to find it. It's, it's a circle back to that one. <laughs> anyway, go on, Winona Ryder. It's not Dazed and Confused, but it's a similar slacker Generation X style movie, and. Um, yeah, she just couldn't define irony on the spot, and then she comes home, and her boyfriend, who just sits at home stoned all day, is like, bam, just nails it. I, I don't think it's Edward Scissorhands. No, I don't think it's Girl Interrupted. He has another I don't line think it's that Beetlejuice. I use myself quite often to this day, and it's like, man, sex is like pizza. Even bad pizza is still pizza. 
Like, it's, which I've always Even if it's bad, it's still pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I get that. To me, that's that. worked to this day. Uh, though, I think, I don't know, for some girls, it's probably not the case. Especially if they're not that into it or whatever. But, yeah. I mean, even a bad sexual experience or have come away wishing it hadn't happened, still later on becomes like a story. Or something. You can, there's still always some redeeming... Depends how you define a bad sexual yeah. experience, I think. I mean, what are you thinking of? You think like a performance like where you've performed where, bad. No, I went back to her place and I was behind her. Uh, I don't know how vulgar I want to be, but basically, we're going doggy style. Were you standing she or kneeling? She was a student. I was kneeling. Okay. She what was, was the angle you were... Uh, and she's just, she had too much to drink and suddenly was just sick everywhere. Wait, and sick from which end? The front. Okay. So were you also drunk? No. I should have said yes. <laughs> That's a crime. We got him, everybody. Red team go. I see what you're going with that. No, Fucking Louis C.K. I mean, <laughs> I'd had a few drinks, but not to the point where I was. I, I kid, of course. Yeah, I yeah, course. Yeah, you were not okay. as intoxicated no, as no, she turned yeah. out to be. And you stopped, the and the you were a gentleman. Was, it wasn't even the first time that it happened. And you assisted her in cleaning up all of this sick and. Oh, uh, so out of there. You but bailed. Yeah, no, okay. I, I did the best I could. But the worst thing is, I hadn't bailed on her. I bailed on my sister, who'd organised a New Year's Eve party, and I'd gone over to Holland to like see her. And her, or basically, she's the only family I have there. But you know, she's got kids now, and all these people there. And I just took off to get laid on New Year's Eve. That's not a bad thing. No, I was like nineteen, so I she probably had somebody to kiss or whatever. Yeah, you had to move on. I just felt bad because I come all that way and. Why would you feel bad? You put all the effort into travelling over to there. Yeah. If she was staying with you and your dog, then maybe it's a bit of a dick move. Yeah, that's true. You're taking advantage of your time abroad. Yeah. No, no, alleviate. You can wash that guilt away, buddy. Okay. I've been carrying that around for a long time. No, no, no. This this is a safe place. Hallelujah. All right. Um, I did want to talk about a few things today. It was something that is happening recently, and I'm really confused because there's this whole... There's two aspects to it, and both are related... But essentially, at the moment, there's a whole divide between left and right. And there seems to be a group think on both sides. Well, I'm right-handed. I write with my yeah. right hand. Um, and whether You're it's helping. about... <laughs> and it crosses into so many different areas. Obviously, there's the political side. But it goes into gender. It goes into humor, what's acceptable. And it seems like it's... As time goes by, it gets more and more separated. Like, and if you're not on this side, and no matter, you can't kind of cross over mm-hmm. anymore. And as soon as I say one thing on a topic, I'm immediately branded as being completely leftist, Hillary supporting, uh, SJW, snowflake, about everything, just because I've got this one opinion. And so that's something I'm, I'm kind of struggling with, because I know now and then I'll jump to the other side, and, and, that's, and then I start being called out for that as, as well. As a Yes, I'm kind of... Yeah, yeah, backwards Neanderthal. Uh, the only time it pops up, because I like to spread my wings and have friends in different, um, you know, it's good to be, go outside the bubble because a lot of people end up siloed into these different spaces and you never get challenged, you never end up coming across people that have different opinions and I don't think that's completely healthy. Uh, but I have one friend, who, one friend who's a full-on vegan and of course you hear about it every day and he goes to the gym and posts selfies and like, I know you know, hashtag that. vegan pride or whatever it is and that's fine, I love the guy. But um, he's got a lot of very militant Facebook friends and if you give him any shit, they immediately bandwagon onto you. And he shared a video that got like 400 comments or something. And it was about this. It wasn't about something. It was basically a quick 
And I couldn't even watch it. I love animals that much. I was like, I know what this is going to be, so I'm not going to watch it. And it was apparently some kind of slaughterhouse or abattoir. And a guy was like kicking a head around with one of the goats or whatever it was, some animal. And I was like, that was in the description. So I was like, why would I want to see that? Like, I'll happily watch... It's disgusting. I'll happily watch someone get hit by a car on Ogrish or Live Leak and see someone run around with a grenade launcher or a mortar and blow it up early or put the... You're just going to watch people die somewhere. Yeah, like, you know, there's so many ones where they put it in the wrong way around and and it's like, eh. But if it's an animal, I'm like, I'm out. But I'll still eat them. But I just don't want to go through the whole process before that and I want them to be respectfully dealt with as quickly as possible. So the point was... You'd like to not be informed... Yeah, I that's don't want okay. to know about. I don't want to know their name. That's, that's how most people um, feel. You know, but so I, there's a lot of arguments in there. I got kicked out of a vegan group pretty quickly. Put it that way. Um, you but it on this thread, though, didn't you? That was fun. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was unfair. Like I hadn't, I'd held back a lot, and I still didn't make it very long. But basically, uh, it got to the point where I was going back and forth with him, and for some reason, I I noticed they kept saying slaughterhouse and slaughter this and slaughter that. I was like, well, seriously, though, you can't have slaughter without laughter. And it was a dumb joke. Fuck's sake. But immediately, like, five people jumped on me and were screen capping that and posting it in that group. And look at this guy. Have you got this dick as a friend? And blah, blah, blah. To Andy. Sorry, I haven't mentioned his name now, but whatever. And they were like, oh, what are you going to do next? Make rape jokes? And I came back with something edgy, like, it's a living. And then I realized... <laughs> Hang on. I'd do it. I've done the same thing they're doing to other people when they've been racist or really like... I think that's the only thing where I've called people out when... Because I'm in some outright groups just as... Like Joe Rogan's group. I don't know if you're in that. He's got a like a Facebook group and it's 99% like really misogynist dickheads who just post like full on... That just sounds really reactionary. Call it insanity. Yeah, it's insanity and it's just like the Trump supporters and there's a bit of both. Like, it's fairly mixed, so that's the only place where you'll get that convergence. Okay, just for, just for the record, you are giving a very, very long descriptor. And I'm not sure what point you want us to weigh in. I'm glad that you said that because <laughs> I was anxious that I wasn't making any sense. So to have that confirmed is... No, it's making on, sense, but right. I've got like 40 answers already. All right, I'll get there. I'll now I'm just going to see what happens. No, so... My point is the only time I call out that kind of shit is when it's racism and it's really cheap. Like it's, and it's after that target of like, oh look, how dumb are black people and it's all the crime thing or whatever it is, whatever cliche you want. And that's when I'll sort of, oh look at you, you edge lord, blah, blah, blah. And I'll use the same kind of tone and tactic, tactic as the people that were calling me out yep. for the vegan joke, even though it was lame or whatever, I still think it's a... And it did a similar thing a few weeks ago where uh, someone was, you know, the Momokun controversy where now she's a cam girl. She's a cosplayer who's overweight and calls out, and she's always been quite rude to other cosplayers. Not just that. Uh, I'm, I'll quickly go into it. Basically, a lot of um, hypocritical sexual, like sexually assaulting other cosplayers and well, shit. Well, there's a video of her grabbing a guy in the butt and everyone's like, oh my God, oh my God. Hold on, hold on. Does the guy give a shit? No, he just wanders off. And everybody in the world wants to call it a victim situation. Yes. Uh, us. But it's also... A bunch of pansies. He doesn't even notice. He's kind of like there at the table and they're doing playing truth or dare and she kind of grabs him for like... Not even... She's like... You know, like someone yeah, on the okay. sports field would... Not even as hard as that. But then a lot of female cosplayers who are quite well known have come out and said that she's done this and that to them. Yeah, they're, they're virtuing... Oh, okay. They're so signaling virtue. She's grabbed other female cosplayers. Yeah, but there's a whole... Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like this chick's a bit... Uh, not very self I, I don't want to... But I saw like 9,000 people in this 
uh, thread just giving a shit. Oh, what a bitch, what a slut, what a bitch. Fuck my <laughs> Yeah, right? And a lot of it just seems to be anger that someone that big, a lot of it's fat shaming. And I'm like, yeah, call her out for her behavior, but do it because her behavior is horrible, not because of how big she is. And so I sort of came in as that playing a character where I'm like, look, you know, that guy should consider himself lucky. I would have crawled through a mountain of glass just to suck the cock of the guy who'd just been inside her and all this sort of thing. And everyone was just like, oh, you're joking about rape. Oh. And so, again, I ended up on the wrong side of it. Wait, you're joking about rape or you're making a joke in a situation where a girl grabbed a guy's ass? Yeah, that. And yeah, that. that's joking about rape. That's not joking about rape. Well, that was my point, but... Either way, no, no, it, neither situation I was being very funny, but the point was I was being called out for shitty humor and it was offensive and I do that sometimes as well, but only when it's racism. And so my question, now that we're finally here, is how the fuck do I navigate this? Like, when is it okay to be that high and mighty type? How do you Can I explain address you point by point? Go, go for it. Starting back to the beginning when you said that there's lefts and there's rights now yeah. and it's creating a divide everywhere, yeah. I think that that's creating a situation where people need to identify as extremely for something, like being, I think Bill Cosby is deplorable and you must identify as saying he's deplorable or you think rapists are great. Well, I can say what he did was fucking deplorable and he made five decades of outstanding content for the whole world to enjoy, which is how everybody felt up until they suddenly thought he was deplorable. And with the new introduction of social media, which is where you're having all these encounters, mm. we have people everywhere all over the world that suddenly have a voice. And a lot of these cretins, me included, shouldn't have a voice. Really, really shouldn't. <laughs> We're not qualified to distribute content and material to people in the world, but we don't need a qualification. We just need a microphone and yeah. a fucking broadband connection. Yeah. So now we live in a world where people are concerned about things like cyberbullying. Cyberbullying wasn't a thing when you and I were kids. We never had to deal with that. We no. had a cunt at school and then we went home and we no, went to see the guy. just got headbutted or punched in the face. Sure, we all it. had a couple of headbutts and punches and your yeah. dad told you to walk it off. Yep. That no, my dad literally... I came home one day and sorry, I'm You're fine. diverting. I, I can pick up anyway. My dad was a school teacher and so he, he said, was just, the one doing And the I was like, I, my, my nose is bleeding. I've got like a loose tooth. And dad, Sean Dirty punched me again. He said, you go get on your bike, ride over there right now and punch him right back. So that was you know, how it was dealt with. different? I mean, how old are you now? 20, oh, hang on, 30 <laughs> something, 38. 38? Because I'm, I'm 32. Yeah. So we're, we're, de- we're certainly a different generation to Jaden at 22. Yeah. 21. 20- <laughs> I round up. Even worse. <laughs> but it, like the cyberbullying thing wasn't a thing for us back yeah. then. Now that it is a thing, and there's all these people crying and complaining, saying, hey, cyberbullying is so bad, it's terrible. All these poor kids are having to deal with cyberbullying. I, I think, no, it's not cyberbullying. It's general societal shittiness. Because while there's a much bigger pool of people on the internet that can say, you're fat, you're shit, you suck, your teeth are wrong, and bully you, cyber bully you, there's also a much, much bigger pool of people who have the option to say, hey, leave that cunt alone, or you're not fat, you look amazing, or, you know, to share a differing opinion, even if it's down to something as small as you have shitty dress sense and someone else is like, I think it's cool, I dress the same way. But that's not what's common on the internet. No. Bullying people's common. Societal yeah. shittiness is the issue. People aren't jumping to other people's defenses. Yeah. And I think, th- 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 reiterating what I'm saying, societal shittiness. Yeah. And with all but these When you do boys, jump to someone's defense, you get called out as white knighting, or you're signal virtualing, or you're just doing it to get in some girl's pants. Like it's, everything is completely shut Or you, down. you yourself make yourself a target. Yeah. Um, mm. 
But I mean, everybody wants to be wants to be virtuous. Mm. Everybody wants to get likes and approval and shares and all that shit now. Look, as far as your vegan friend, they're within every right to create and share whatever content they like. Sure. They have a lifestyle choice. Yeah. And I admire it. It comes with a level of discipline that I don't believe I could attain, yeah. nor am I personally motivated to go in that direction. Mm-hmm. I gather that you two aren't either. No. For, oh, everybody for their own reasons. I was raised a vegetarian and I elected when I was older to not do it anymore. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. But as for them having a situation where they're all crowding together and they're all echoing back and forth the same opinions to each other, they don't allow themselves an outlet elsewhere in the world to get a different opinion or to enjoy it. Uh, if, if, I really think that if you're passionate about a topic and someone makes a joke about it, you should be able to go, ha-ha, and not let it fucking tear up your back. No. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I used to try to tell a joke, which I actually retroactively think I may have subconsciously stolen from somewhere on the internet, but uh, the joke was... My favorite sound in the world is children's laughter. Oh, actually, it's pronounced children's slaughter, which is not that different to, to the comment you made. Yeah. But that's, no one thinks I'm slaughtering children. That's no. clearly a fucking joke. So is yeah. yours. Yeah. It should be able to be enjoyed. And you went in there, you didn't say anything narcissistic or provocative. You shared a fucking comment. It's fine. Yeah. The internet's full of shit like that. Yeah. Um, I don't think you need to be worried about what no, you're I'm saying. No, I just, I'm worried. I don't want to come across because my reaction to someone calling me out. So who the fuck are you with these like angel wings and the halo? Who do you think you are? You know, have a sense of humor. To me, that might not be the best criticism because that's the same thing. You think you're doing you know it what I mean? standard? What was your intention yes. with your remark? Oh, I just thought it was a funny pun. But so what's wrong with point, it? I don't think there was too much wrong with it. My, my issue is not so much with the joke yeah. itself, but like, how do you deal with someone? Uh, when they do make something really offensive, like I see a lot of memes making fun of like starving Africans and like, basically the racist stuff. That's I don't get offended like I'm going to go home and cry, but I just think the guy's a moron for thinking that's still funny in this year, current year or whatever the meme is, because that's the whole uh, John Oliver thing in 2017, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I love guys like that, satirist, John Stewart, anyone like that. And, and that's one of the... It's now, we're living in this century and you're still... How could you still think that all black people are like X or like Y? And so I like to... That's narrow-mindedness. Yeah. That's and I like grandpappy to, told pappy and pappy told exactly. me. And now I have way. this value. It's a cultural thing. It gets That's passed stu- down. Yeah, but it's, it's slowly washing away. All yeah. the stupid traditions wash away. Religion's dying. It's definitely a minority, but on the internet sometimes it feels like it might be a majority. It's just because the dummies in the middle of America suddenly have a broadband connection, bro. Yeah. And now we're connected to all these fuckwits. Yeah. I guess That's my point is I'd like to find a way to reach those people and not just come off as high and mighty because that obviously doesn't work. But how do you connect to them and go, look, find a less aggressive way to make them think that that's not... There's a significantly easier approach to this. Yeah. Don't go out and change the world because it's wrong. Change your perspective because then you can be right. Mm. You don't need to engage with crazies. Okay. You, you're okay with personally saying a joke in that vegan group yeah. and going, there's a fucking joke, take it. And they all handle it the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, now, granted, if you'd said something uh, in that other situation where you were making jokes, quote unquote, about rape, yeah. you clearly were not making jokes about rape. You were making a joke about a situation that was within a forum about a girl grabbing a guy on the ass. That's not rape. I'm, I'm sorry. You can say it that way. Okay. We can pull out a dictionary. We can look up the word rape. That ain't it. Yeah. And you made a joke 
and it was supposed to be funny, and some people probably thought so, some people yeah. probably didn't. Fuck them either way. But you knew what your intention was. Yeah. And I don't think, based on the content that you told me about it, that there's anything there that could be perceived the wrong way. It's more that everybody in that situation already is already pent up with this, mm. I'm on the virtuous good side of everything scenario. Yeah. And they wish to crush down anyone that isn't going, yes, I'm a pillar for it as well. Yeah. I guess I'd like to be able to notice when I'm also bandwagoning, because it's so tempting to join in on that whole group thing and seducing. Like, it's a seductive thing to be like, I'm really outraged. This guy's doing the wrong thing. I want to start sharing and name shaming. And, and so you involved. do that? Not very often, but... It's the mob mentality bullshit. Yeah. So how, you know, just being aware enough to, to pull back sometimes. I guess that's something I want to... Self-improvement goal. Self-awareness and self-improvement are always yeah. good choices. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of people that are out on the internet picking sides and mm. having their rants and discrediting people and going after their advertisers could all take a big dose of self-awareness. Yeah. Uh, they're people typically, I think, with not much to lose or not much at stake. Mm. No. And look, it's, it's, it's a peculiar world now where everyone gets a voice, but it also gets everyone in touch with everybody. It's a world where we can make a podcast and get it out to fuck knows how many people have the potential to see it. Mm. I don't know how many iTunes users there are, but you're available on iTunes. So just in potential, that's... The enormity mm. of potential for you is huge. And then at the same time, the enormity for potential for people that fucking think this is a pile of trash, also huge. Mm. I mean, it's a, it's a weird world, but yeah. we're working with what we got. We've got new yeah. age problems. I don't think you need to worry about these fucking vegans. No. I think they're all twats. I did a show last night. Well, my problem isn't with their lifestyle choice or their dietary preferences. I have a great deal of respect for that. Yeah. It's the, we are in this vegan cult where we preach how we feel. I do a joke on stage. I was asking a Apparently girl. Apparently we're omnis. We're not. Om- we call omnivores. Vegas, they call us omnis. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Sure. That, oh, dude, have you heard what gay people call straight people? Uh, breeders. Breeders. Yeah, like That's that. the fucking best thing I've ever heard in my yeah. life. Yeah. Oh, God. I wish I was gay just so I could go around calling people breeders. That'd be worth it. That'd yeah. be worth a couple of dicks. Yeah. How many dicks do you think it is? How many dicks before <laughs> you can say everyone else is a breeder? There's got to be a limit, right? I mean, I don't think it'd be that much. I think, you know, you'd probably have to be all the way gay because bi people have the potential to be breeders as well. Yeah. You can't just have like five dudes. They're half-breeds. Yeah. Those ones. I get it as a concept. Like, I'll watch porn sometimes. It has bisexuality, you know. Uh But I can't bring myself to actually go, like, put a dick near my mouth. Like, that to me is anathema. I think think it just comes down to personal preference. Like, if if a pair of tits comes towards my face... This is a good day. Yeah. But yeah. if a dick comes, I, I flinch. And that's the exactly. test. When, when you flinch at a dick, you're like, oh no, I, like, I'm not homophobic. That's just, that's not the particular flavor I buy, essentially. Yeah. No, like I'm a different you. brand. The joke I do on stage uh, yeah. about vegans, I used to just tell it start to finish. Yeah. But I found a little niche in the middle of my joke where I can say to the crowd, are there any vegans here? And if one responds, it's brilliant because I can tear into them. Yeah. If no one responds, I say, great, we can talk shit about them. And I continue with the joke. Yeah. Last night was one of the occasions where someone responded. Yes. And I dug into her and I dug into her aggressively. I have already done this bit effing hundreds of times with a hundred vegans beforehand. Yeah. And I have every response ready. I ask yes, no questions. No matter which thing she says, I have her. Oh, or he. Sorry. Yeah. It's yeah. always a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just and, yeah. I'm just playing the stats yeah, yeah. in my experience um, and then the only thing that I find goes rogue is when 
they are so uh, personally consumed by their values that after the conversing part is on and I'm then, you know, monologuing with my microphone, they decide to continue to yell. And uh, unfortunately, I've heard all the things they yell before as well. So I have a response to all that too. And you have Uh, a microphone and they don't. I'm much louder. Uh, Last night, the girl elected, the joke was about bees and eating honey. And the girl elected to scream out, without bees, you die. I said, no honey, without bacon, I would die. And it just gets a great laugh. It's a stupid, weak line, but it looks like I came up with it there. It seems like it fits the profile of what she said, and then I say it back to her with the substitute word, and it all just works for comedy. But uh, it it, it continued, and then after the show, she felt the necessity to come forward and explain to me why I'm human garbage. And I said, look, honey, I'm I'm vegan too. I, (laughs) I I just think it's funnier to say that than say the opposite. So I go with that, and she's like, oh... Oh, I didn't get that at all. Like, yeah, I'm doing fucking comedy. Now, I'm not really vegan. Fuck her. (laughs) (laughs) But it worked at the time. Yeah, it worked at the time. That's brilliant. We live in a fucking crazy world, right? Yeah. Where people have opinions and voices and are now used to being heard and getting on the right side of shit's what people like to do. I personally feel that right now, there's a big swing towards being virtuous and good and mm. saying that Louis C.K.'s bad and saying that a girl grabbing that guy on the bum is a fucking rape offence and you yeah. making a joke is terrible. And the pendulum's way up right now. Mm. And people are getting sick of it. People are getting bored of it. And yeah. there's other people out there in this world that also have a voice. And with the more volume coming from one side, creates the other side, uh, motivates the other side to yeah. yell back. So that pendulum, I think, is ready to move very aggressively back the other way to a more right-winged society where people, I mean, it's cannibalizing itself on the left, as we know, with Antifa members going after Antifa members because while we all agree on trans rights or we all agree on gay rights, suddenly this person doesn't understand epileptics rights. Well, no, we need to fucking brutalize and cannibalize this individual and kick him the fuck out. So there's all these former leftist members that are going, hang on a minute, I was brainwashed, they're fucked. And that pendulum's moving its way back. And I think it's going to show in comedy as well. Mm. I think comedy has gone super safe. And now it's about to get back to real fucking dirty. And maybe dirtier than ever. I feel. And I'm looking forward to that, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to any good comedy. I think the whole Trump and outright thing is almost an overreaction, like a knee-jerk overcompensation to that leftist... uh, narrative of Fuck, like we've got to be about Trump <laughs> yeah I know but oh it's he's like, a bag of wank that's, that's, exactly there's, there's no but that, that's that. like an unhealthy reaction to everyone being so PC you've got to find a middle ground and be like look we can there was something I watched today about how the Democrats have got a problem because yeah we've got that yeah, another election next year starting and who's going to stand up and like no one wants Trump back but who's the alternative I believe like, that Trump will get another another term. Yeah. So do I. I bet fifty dollars to my cousin that he wouldn't. So hopefully not. But at the <laughs> moment, all the Democrat politicians that are up there are too scared to say anything because they might offend someone. So they're kind of hamstrung by their own politics of not being able to speak out. I did love how this because, the, yeah, the general so situation too. of Trump is so ridiculous that. We here in Australia, who is not affected by it in the slightest, about mm-hmm. who's the president of the United States, are talking about it. Yeah, well, the, the we fact are that somewhat like he's it's the largest economy in the world. And, you know, culturally, we're pretty much a he creates a state. media circus. He yeah. makes it very interesting. He's certainly very quotable, not necessarily in a good way at no. all. But also, the thing about uh, the unknown. See, right now we have Trump, and we have an I we they 
have yeah. Trump and they are aware to some degree of what it is and the alternative to Trump is we don't know yet and the idea that uh, we're semi-accustomed to and used to having this shitty boss or this shitty partner or this shitty president mm. is often less daunting than you know the unknown mm. or, or what the potential possibility is of, of what comes next look I personally think that uh, Hillary should get in only so we can find out that she's just as much a piece of shit. And that would have been a terrible choice also. I don't think she would have been that much better. Like, the party probably had better... I um, purely wanted Hillary to win, just so I was hoping for another Monica Lewinsky situation, but with Hillary. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Where she's just fucking gobbling dick in the Oval Office. <laughs> I did not have it. sexual relations with that man. <laughs> hey, Bill... Bill Clinton, he was a good president. I was living in the United States at the time. The ultimate revenge. I was a fan of Bill Clinton yeah. and his work. And then everyone was so uppity because he got his dick sucked. Oh, but he lied about it. So show me a guy in a relationship that doesn't lie about getting his dick sucked. Oh, but he's supposed to be... No, no, no kid looks up to Bill Clinton, okay? Kids admire sports stars and, super, and uh, you know, NBA players and shit. You know why? Because they get their dick sucked, okay? <laughs> that's, how, that's how the world is. I'm sorry. I'm so, I, I don't think it's right. I don't think it's good. Virtue, virtue, lefty, oh, yay. And I said, I mean, the, it, Bill Clinton was a good president. He did good work. Bill Cosby was a good comedian. They did good work. Unfortunately, he's also a filthy piece of shit who deserves to go and rot yeah. in a jail cell for what he did wrong many, many times. Does Bill Clinton deserve to go into a jail cell? No, he got a consensual fucking gobby. Enjoy. But he's not. He's just super rich now and he would have been the first... Male first lady, which would have been cool for Bill. Yeah. White House, round three. Let's go for it, yeah. And he would have liked it. Yeah, no, it would have been interesting, but yeah, and Trump's just been a fucking shit show, so. Well, it's, we'll been, it's been a very interesting shit show. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan. Uh, I hope he trips over and dies. I would like to see an assassination. I'm not saying anybody I thought it would assassinate happen. him. Do not assassinate anybody, in case you're listening. Don't take instructions from me. I'm a moron. But in the big hypothetical world, oh, hey, if a huge figurehead... If the Secret Service are subscribing, then hey, a listener's a listener. Well, what about Mike Pence, though? Uh, I think he's a fucking sociopath. Oh, he's bad, too. Yeah, Yeah, Chris, Chris, uh, religion's got to fucking go. He's, he's worse, because at least Trump, you see him coming. Like, he lies and dodges, <laughs> but you know he's a racist shitbag. Whereas, I think people like Mike Pence are that sort of person who couches it all in careful PC language, but... That, yeah, real racism him, is quiet. Bill yeah, Burr says that. yeah. Real yeah. racism, you check over your shoulder mm. first. Real racism isn't... I'm not trying to be racist. But... Yeah, there's the but. <laughs> yeah. Insert super racist shit here. Yeah. There's like... Well, you know when you're talking to those people because there's like a countdown to the N word or the C word. Yeah. The, well, the CH word. Well, have, any yeah. racial term. Even, again, back to Facebook, I've got friends on there and it constantly comes up again and again whenever I post anything that sort of acknowledges that there's a bias in the media or society, especially more so in America, against black people, they're like, oh, no, they're just... The only reason there's more of them in prison is because they just can't help themselves and they've got that sort of... Whoa! You know, not in those words, but they're basically implying that the statistics that show that I think it's like something 80% of incarcerated, like black males, um, compared to the rest of like Latino and then white people, it's like 5% or something ridiculous like that. And to then that shows that black people are bad rather than, hey, maybe the justice system is set up in such a way as that it just is really super unfair. Oh, well, the American justice system looks like a shit stain. Yeah. I would like nothing to do with that. And it's not ever. so much better here. I mean... No, I would agree. I'd say it's very corrupt in custody. 
uh, percentage-wise is ridiculous. And I mean, it's not just one thing. It's not like only cops are biased and the system's biased. Like there's obviously something happening at home where there's a cycle of violence and, you know, if their father's in jail and their grandfather's, like their entire extended family are getting in trouble, then, you know, um, it's, it's going to be more, it's going to be harder for them to grow up and become a doctor than, say, some middle-class white kid. So yeah, agreed. It's, it's, you can't just blame society, but there's got to be some responsibility on both. Well, I think there needs to be a much smarter person than us three fathers. Yeah, sure. But to try I and just, figure this out. Yeah. You know, I like to tr- I like to reach. I know I'm overreaching my academic. That's my, okay. That's where you find your boundaries. You know, That's like where you find what you understand and what you know. Yeah, and uh, having worked in prisons and having sat in courtrooms for hours on end, brought out of my mind, uh, you do see a lot of the same thing over and over again, and it is really sad that the same kind of people are getting trapped in that cycle. And and part of that the thing that needs to change is those attitudes of like, well, just that subconscious bias where if you see someone coming up the street and I've done it myself and they're the wrong colour, you might cross to the other side of the road. Wait, 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 what do you mean by wrong colour? Well, that, that's what I mean. I'm fucking it's, it's yeah. I'm it's, it's, it's a systemic, systemic thought in your head. It's like when you see an Asian person do something bad in traffic. That doesn't mean all Asian people are bad drivers, but your brain yeah. mentally makes the association with that individual that looks like that did that thing yeah. wrong. I've got to admit, it's whenever I see an woman. accident, I look for the driver and I go, yep. Oh yeah, but if you saw a white male who's old, old cunt, like you see a white male who's on red pea plates, <laughs> young fuck, no experience, your brain immediately makes a negative yeah. association with what you see. And that's a human it's, nature, that's yeah. a tribalism thing that we it have. Is. We need to be us. concerned with threat and worried about yeah. which caveman's going to fucking jump into my cave mm. and take my cave woman and yeah. eat my cave meat and draw dog-headed dick cave characters on my <laughs> cave wall. How many times can I say cave? Look, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. thing, it's a thing of the past and we have an element of security and safety in our world now and we have different situations and regulations and social constructs. Mm. And I think what you think is normal but knowing that it's not right is important. Mm. So in answer to your question, yeah, yeah, you're fine. Okay. Say what you want on the internet. All right. right? And and don't take all their shit on board. Yeah. And be self-aware. Know that when you're in a situation, you are either not doing the wrong thing or you are doing the right thing. And if you're open to learning more information and you're not just in an echo chamber with a bunch of other sad, agave-eating, fucking pecan milk fucks. Sorry. <laughs> agave-eating, you're going for the throat Pecan there. milk? That's pecan almond. milk is going to be a thing. Almond. Oh, pecan's the next thing. <laughs> no, I guess it's... And then another thing that had happened is uh, my cousin, he's that guy that was like super communist like he went and lived in Venezuela and he was handing out the green left and all that sort of thing <laughs> not in Antifa but he would go to the meetings and all that sort of now he's full on the other way like Trump supporting outright kick out the immigrants he's married a Japanese woman so I don't know it's like John Safran he's written a book recently where he went around and visited all these really like extremists protesters and those guys that are in like First Australia and whatever it is a lot of those guys they've married Asian women or have family that are immigrants and that sort of thing but it's just this weird confused politics of, of just oh okay I've got to get on this I'm feeling threatened and they're taking our jobs and looking for a scapegoat yeah well that and then people like to shift, shift blame yeah, throw responsibility so. at something else when it's actually yourself internally that deserves some attention yeah and uh, yeah it's just interesting how he humanises them and he's been that's that he's copped a lot of criticism because he makes them look like slightly sympathetic characters because of those flaws or there. He brings 
personality to them. Oh, I, I shouldn't do that because then it makes them seem like they might be okay. But makes them. That's group talk. Yeah. I think every individual human being deserves humanity. Yeah. Even some fucked up fuck who wears a white hood and burns a cross on a lawn. That cunt needs to be talked to. Like, hey, buddy, listen yeah. here. Look, you're doing. You're not doing the cool thing, okay? Yeah. You need to look around as human beings. Whether you're a black panther or you're. Uh, a member of any outright group that has a spoken opinion that other people are going to disagree. Yeah. Every human being deserves a modicum of sympathy and understanding. I think that might reduce recidivism. I think that might increase healthy male communication. Less of this, uh, I hate saying the term toxic masculinity, <laughs> but that, that's a well understood factor yeah, on, yeah. you know, this locker room bullshit, guys taking photos of... Grabbing pussies. And yeah, that's all yeah. fucked up. Like, it's fucked up. I would never choose to behave that way yeah. and I have no grasp of I don't know if you ever heard the Jim Jeffries bit on the grabbing pussy comment. Oh. Because it was all bit. about, how would you, how, what sort of low hanging fruit has she got? Like, I, I, like I know it? how to poke a belly button. Like, yeah. I know how to grab a tube. How do you grab a pussy? <laughs> It's like a bowling ball, right? <laughs> yeah, that that's and it's he, that's the great, real good comedy. You can suddenly relate to something because it's putting words to something that was on the tip of your tongue that you didn't quite articulate yourself, but it was there the whole time. Because that's even though it was an offensive thing for him to say, what bothered me more than anything else about him saying that is that it's really ergonomically difficult to grab one. <laughs> <laughs> that to me was the biggest problem. So yeah. Nailed it, but um, okay. Well, I was going to talk about showbiz news, but I guess we made it its own animal creature tonight. Coming up with something like, Yeah, so they're doing another, they've finished shooting Terminator 3 and The Punisher season 2. Okay, I'm actually excited for The Punisher season 2, but now it seems like we're about to go depth into that. And how long have we been down there? Yeah, just under an hour, so we can just do a quick, quick. The things I remember that I wrote down the other day that is happening the Guardians of the Galaxy has been delayed, they sent all the production people home. Until um, director. Uh, we we had a few came out. I played it. That'll be next time I talk about that. A uh, few what? We happy few. Oh, you played it. I've played, okay. I've played it. Cool. Uh, cool. We'll, I'll talk about it next time. Don't All have right. enough time to do that really. Sure. Um, you and I did a thing. Oh, you wanted to? God, that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. we went to uh, visit and hang out with a mate of mine that does children's birthday parties, among other things. Dressed up as Spider-Man and different I've heroes. I've got a mate who does that. Yeah. Uh, Samwise. I don't know if it's the same guy. No, my um, gay... My, my gay... Maybe. <laughs> my, my guy is Christian Elderfield. He, okay. Yeah, okay. He's a mm. stand-up comedian in Sydney. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he, like, does he, is he a clown? Or? No, he does, he does Spider-Man and Batman and shit. You yeah. know the clown? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that at, like? She worked at Mr. Minute. What was her clown name? Sniffles? I can't remember. Smiles? Bingo? She was, she was very top heavy, I remember that. She was top heavy. Yeah. Bouncy titties? Yeah. Is that what you're getting at? Pretty that, much. But did she make was, balloon animals out of them? Uh, that was one of her tricks. Was she a smiley face, face clown or a sad face clown? I think sad, or, or, but I never really saw did her. Did her flower squirt you in the face? On well, Halloween, did, you go to pe- did she dress up as Pennywise? No, I think it was oh, kids' parties. It was like an agency and they would hire her and she would just drive out to whatever. Yeah. It was nuts. I didn't know that was a thing. But clown this guy fly. has his own company. It's called Heroes... Uh, action reaction action reaction that's right because they do corporate gigs and one of the new services or products that they're offering is a custom made personally shot in house with you or your team building exercise company people I don't know how many you'd have like Mm. maybe a dozen people drag them in block out the shots and set up an action sequence so you're part of the movie and he's got all these guys there as stunt performers 
and you're basically just doing some choreography with them, knocking them around, and they make you look like a star. So, and we were like the guinea pigs that they dragged out yeah, to, it was, to their we, promo reel. Do you have a link for that? Uh, still not yet. I don't envy him because it's going to be right here. We don't have it yet. It's not going to be right here. Yeah, <laughs> we'll link it when it um, comes out. Obviously, yeah. but, uh, make sure yeah. you guys put that in the description. I'm sure that would get some clicks. I'd, I'd be interested to see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can tell you now. Uh, I hurt myself during it. Oh, Did you really? as well? I scraped my knuckle on the wall. You scraped your knuckle on the wall. I bruised my tailbone, Did bruised here. Bruise? Yep. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I also jagged my wrist for a third yeah. time, which is why I can permanently make this noise. Wow. You did walk it off, bro. You walk it <laughs> was off. Was that from tumbling or because we did? A that lot was the off. land on the um, uh, head scissors. You know, you should yeah. take Pat's dad's advice. You go right back down there and you punch Thor in the face. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the thing. The odd part of it was you weren't allowed to dress up because of copyright issues. You couldn't. You couldn't be the licensed characters. Yeah, yeah. So we were just ourselves, and then he had all these guys dressed up as ninjas that we were fighting, and he made it seem like there was twenty of them, but it was just the same three guys. And he would just move them. Wow, around just, just, just fucking pull back the curtain, why don't you? Yeah, I know. Just so ruin the entire thing. <laughs> um, they only had so much We money. didn't hit them either. So you get it oh, but it's all that angles and blocking, and it's amazing, the magic of Hollywood. Mm. Pretty amazing, because there was a couple of guys. One just looked like Ned from Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, 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 TJ. Like TJ. That's his name, yeah. The little Filipino guy, and he's like a bowling ball. Yeah. And we did a hallway scene where he's running through, and there's three guys that attack you. Uh, one of them you throw up against the wall and you just choke him out. The next one you kind of flip him over and then finally you come out into the main room and a guy comes at you and you just kind of get, do a Hadouken style thing and he tumbles back. And, uh, like you airbend him or something? Yeah, and he, well no, you actually, from the, the shot makes it look like you hit him. But it's oh, okay. just like a kind of real haymaker. From okay. Like uppercut, I guess. And uh, he just flies off. And they're like, they are uh, extras and professional stuntmen so they make it look like they can really... But uh, this must cost okay. a fucking lot. Well, that's his job. Like, they're all people that work with mm. him all the time. So okay. I don't know how much he would charge for you to come in and do that. But it was definitely a, a pretty amazing experience. Yeah, um, the whole top floor of this RSL type place. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, fun. I think we got shown quite a few things. It was, it was good. It was good. It was a lot of, like, um, reaction-based stuff. Uh, I, did you end up going for the headsets? Did you end up, ever do that? Head scissors? Yeah, essentially. Oh, no. I was, I'm like, I'm way too heavy. I mean, no. So they end up getting the, the small light people. Okay. You jump up. Like, they'd be in a TJ did it. There's someone behind you, and there's someone in front of you. And instead of doing the usual thing where it's like, I don't know, like a headbutt and then a kick, you would jump up, somehow get the guy in an arm well, like around the, his head. And then wait, 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 wait. Have the guy in front you of you. you give this kid some podcast lessons on his interruptions. <laughs> yeah, ahead. yeah. Well, you're basically, oh, I've got to remember that it's audio because I'm acting this out, and that's not going to work. Basically, you wrap your arm around the one guy's head, so you've got him in an arm lock, and you bring your feet up around the other dude's neck, so you're scissoring them, and then they're just up in the air with you, and then you somehow flip the second guy over with your feet, and it's nuts. Like, you have to see it. To so it, it's, it's essentially a blocked-out, drawn-out, set-up sh- stunt yeah. that you can look all matrixy. Yeah, it's very Matrix. Like, Matrix, Black it's Widow. Like, would never, yeah, okay. It would never badass. ever happen in a real fight, because they were just... Drop you on uh, that's exactly what I do in every photo. <laughs> but uh, no, it was good fun. It's so, clearly a go-to move. You know? Yeah, hopefully soon we can get that up mm. and uh, show you what we're made of. Don't come at us because we will fucking end you. 
Don't make Pat get up and sizzle like a bitch. Take <laughs> <laughs> you down. I want to see you get into a fight now. Yes, I've been going I need to, somebody behind me. <laughs> I've been going to jujitsu and I went the other night and they were like, where have you been? Because it's been months and I was like, oh, I was working a lot, but really I'm just a pussy. Um, and I'm paying $87 a fortnight and I'm like, fuck, I really have to turn up. And it's one of those ones where I got snookered into it and if you quit, it's, they still take your money for like three months. So I was like, oh, just stick it out. And I was watching these guys because the last half hour is just kind of like free play, free play wrestling. Free roll. Yeah, and they just roll around. And this dude, you're only wearing like this bathrobe and no shoes, no socks. And people get pretty gnarly after an hour rolling around. And this guy, they're in like a 69 position and he had his feet right up in the other guy's face and one toe was like almost in his mouth. And I'm just standing there like, what have I got myself into? But uh, that's part of the fun. You just got to overcome all those personal boundary. I've got a lot of personal space issues. Like guys come up and do the whole knucklehead, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. arm around your neck. Not How okay. you doing, mate? Oh, Not okay. You know, I'm just like I cringe. You really have to overcome those issues if you're going to do jujitsu because you're spending an entire hour with your basically your face in someone's crotch. Mm. So, and that could be man, There's no such woman. thing as a personal bubble in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, it's nuts. So, it's, it's the crucible that I'm going to be either made or broken in. Because you can't just live a cushy uh, comfort zone life forever. You've got to go out there and remind yourself what life is and not take it for granted. So, that's my motivational speech. That's the message the today, end. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Get outside your bubble. Give it a go. Abandon all these other fucking crybabies that are talking about soy ice cream. Live, boys. live a little you know what these vegans really should do is yeah. they should sneak out on the fucking quiet and just get a beef burger like a hungry jack some, some really dirty greasy one and just get a little perspective on the outside you know what if you do that I'll, I'll do your fucking pine cone yeah. breakfast bar or whatever I guess the real message that you well that and all that but I guess because you know how I've got fuck someone or yeah, yeah, something yeah. So I, guess your- it, I guess it's fuck vegans <laughs> it's gotta be that seems games. like the theme that we're going yeah. with today. So, all right, I, I don't. I think we've probably missed the point of <laughs> where I was going with that. It's all about understanding where, where someone's coming from and listening to them. But no, fuck vegans. Yeah, yeah. On that note, uh, um, yeah. one final plug. If you want to find me, you can get me on the Downside Podcast. It's available on iTunes and uh, fucking everywhere. Uh, essentially, I pull pe- pull other comedians onto my podcast and other people that I find to be interesting characters. You two gentlemen did an episode with me today, which I appreciate. You'll be coming out around episode fifty six, I think. Oh wow! And uh, that that's me. That's that. Otherwise, you can find me at Fringe Festival, Hilarium Festival, and many of the Sydney comedy rooms forever. Thank you so much for having me, um, guys. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to find us, I don't know how you're already listening to this. That's quite confusing. Uh, <laughs> no, just we have a Facebook page, so check that out. I'll post memes sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so enjoy your banana split.